Lights, Camera, Bonus Action. A podcast about the movies we love and the role-playing games they inspire. Here we look to break down iconic movies, TV shows, and other media, and find out how they can be transformed into collaborative storytelling experiences. From violent fantasy movies to wacky teen comedies, we'll be looking at some of the most surprising stories that made their way to the world of tabletop gaming. We'll talk about what makes a narrative world rich for further interactive exploration. And most of all, we'll have fun and try to explore the limits of what a role-playing game can be. So, Cam, what inspired this podcast? <laughs> well, I think we, we certainly tried a couple of different uh, formats of podcasting that we think has definitely been been a journey to us finding out what truly... Hard to find your voice. Yeah, it is, because, I mean, when you're in a world of competitive podcasting, I'm trying to go ranked. <laughs> yeah. That it's definitely something you have to find what you love. And what I have found over the past five or six years, I love Dungeons and Dragons, role-playing games, and anything where you get to basically tell a rich story with your friends. I've listened to dozens of great role-playing podcasts, and I kind of thought it was about time that I kind of try and take the reins myself and see if I could make it doing some, something like this. Yeah. I mean, we were literally playing a video game together and talking about how could we meld those two interests of like movies and being into movies and talking about them and stories and more specifically having like a role-playing podcast. And this is what we arrived at, lights, camera, bonus action. So before we get into kind of what we're going to be doing, let's talk about who we are so people have some sense because... Probably at first it'll just be our friends, but at a certain point we want a lot of people to listen. So how would you describe yourself, Cam? Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just me. I, I have a love for role-playing games and video That's games. That's a good way to start. I'm just me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a human. <laughs> I live in skin. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love role-playing games, movies, anime. I'm a, I'm a relatively fledgling nerd in my own, own rights. I wouldn't say I'm ingrained in any super like super fandoms, but I enjoy stories, and my love for that came from creative writing and just having an idea and running with it. And I think that's kind of the essence of role-playing games is you have a premise for a story. These books help you create a framework for that story, but you yourself are telling a beautifully unique viewpoint of a story. Yep. And... That is how I fell in love with Dungeons and Dragons, and I think the first time I tried it, I wasn't that good, and it's one of those skills you have to build up of being able to be confident in the stories that you tell, and I think now, after giving it a couple shots, because I've, I've DM'd two campaigns, both of both most people will know, and tragically, before they get anywhere, um... And I think this is a good way for us to keep that ball rolling and explore without feeling like we don't really have any reason to not this because we're telling a story for people to listen to. Yeah. And well, also you mentioned that, you know, you keep a story running with creative writing. I feel like something that these, from what I, because I am less experienced with role-playing games, but something that they do is they force you to keep the ball rolling. You can't get in your, if you're going to have a fun time with it, you can't get in your head too much. You're with your friends. It kind of happens in the moment. So you're kind of, it's like a good writing exercise in a way because it forces you to kind of 
immediately adapt and you can't be like, oh, it has to be perfect because it'll never be perfect. And in fact, that's what's fun about it. So yeah, Cam and I met when we were in college. We took the same creative writing course. Henry but, was much better than I was, but that's besides the point. No, no, no. But we, took it, <laughs> we, we truly don't know because we were actually in different times that we took the class, but we each taught under studied under a guy named Randall Keenan, and he was a guy that we really liked, and we would um, write stories, and we talked about them a lot, and then recently we've started trying to kind of put that to something that we could use in a podcast. I do not play role-playing games really outside of what I've done with you, which was very fun. Um, so I, through this podcast, am trying to learn more about the medium just in a very simple way. So what would you say we're trying Obviously, I want to learn more, but in general, what are you trying to gain from this podcast? What are we kind of searching for? I want to tell unique stories with the assistance of popular media because they have created incredible multiverses through their own narratives. And I want to tell every time I've watched a movie, I've always thought, well, what if this were the case? What if these characters didn't meet? What if there was this person? What if there was this conflict? Mm -hmm. And this is my way of being able to do that in these universes. And I want to bring other people into that creative space, whether it's the audience or the friends that we invite to play with us. Mm -hmm. Because those stories end up being the ones that people have unbelievable connection with. The ones that they help to create and with a group of friends, you'll create incredible things. Yeah. Answering questions like, what if Kirby ran a prison game? <laughs> you know, you'd say anything you want. Um, what if Sonic secretly, you know, was part of the FBI and had to hunt down Shadow with a <laughs> with an M1 Grand in World War II? <laughs> That's more, probably more measured than what those games are these days. Well, um, the limits of role-playing, well, <laughs> there are none. There are none. Um Something that I want to look at is we started looking at what things have been adapted into role-playing games. Everyone can imagine Conan, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek, heightened fantasy things. But a lot of the things there are horror games. There's one for the Jim Jarmusch movie Ghost Dog that is very hard to find, but that might be somewhere in the future. You can have a role-playing game about any story, any setting. And something that's fun to think about is like if you're talking about boundless creativity, at a certain point, dragons and knights and the things you traditionally think in a, like a Western European fantasy setting can really be broadened into something much bigger or much smaller and more in tune with our world. So they haven't made something like this, but what if there was like a When Harry Met Sally role-playing game, a rom-com role-playing game. What if they're, you know, crime movies, The Sopranos. You can do a lot of different things. So I think we want to explore some kind of surprising um, pieces of media that we'll talk about later. Um, So do you want to talk a little bit here about what we'll do, like, with the format? Because we're still figuring it out. Um, But yeah, would you like to take the reins on explaining? Yeah, so what we're looking at is an initial start to kind of frame the next couple of episodes. Where we start off looking at either one specific movie or one specific series or television series. And we break down what we think in that piece of media will make a great mechanic. Yeah. And then when we start playing it, we'll actually start looking into the rules, the rule books related to them. Yeah. Or we'll try to adapt the rule book to kind of fit into that kind of space. Because a lot of the times when we look at either the... Dungeons and Dragon rules 
or Pathfinder, things don't fit with the stories we want to tell, and it gets yeah. kind of clunky. So you got to kind of make your own way through them. Like, if you want to play a Gundam one, but the book doesn't really have individual, unique diplomatic combat, it's more of that space thing. You could probably find a way to mesh that into something. Yeah. And so we'll figure out how we want to frame this, and then going forth, we're just going to play. Yeah. We're going to have some long forms, some one-shots, multi-episodes, could be even full campaigns. We'll just go until we feel like it's run its course. Yeah. And then at the very end of it, we'll wrap up and figure out how are we right, how are we wrong, things like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, talking about how do you preserve the spirit of something. If, you, if there's a horror franchise that people love and you want to do a role-playing game, how do you make it so it's not just generics? How do you maintain the spirit of that franchise, the spirit of something like... How do you rewrite Spielberg? Yeah, exactly. How do you make E.T. your own? Yeah, how would you... Because, I mean, it's so perfect, and at a certain point, how... Because, you know, most people don't have the maybe the story sense that a lot of the writers of these original works do, so how do you create something that mimics that feeling just as you and your friends hanging out? And the best role-playing games, hopefully, will make that kind of intuitive and fun. So, in the spirit of kind of strange, interesting role-playing ideas and pieces of media. Our first campaign, which will be, this is episode zero, episode one, we'll break this this down, is going to be Wet Hot American Summer. So, Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black, and uh, there's a third guy in there. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the mysterious unlocked character. <laughs> I'm going to think of his name. Very talented. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll throw it in. When the movie comes out, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did things like Stella, a comedy troupe, and they made Wet Hot American Summer kind of a cult movie now that had a ton of famous actors, and they've since went and done two Netflix series about. Um, briefly, how would you describe Wet Hot as a as a what you've seen it's like if camp was like it's like if a ping pong machine came to life and it was camp themed there's really no way to predict the movement of what's going to happen next you can kind of follow the trajectory but you have no idea what wild noise light up screens will happen next and it's just it's a fun time yeah and i think in that we'll find some very interesting stories to tell yeah so yeah, it's going to be a camp-themed, kind of wackier first episode. So we'll kind of hold some of our other ideas close to the vest for now. But if you're interested in seeing what they did with Wet Hot American Summer and what we and our friends might try to do with it, then you can watch, or listen to rather, the first episode. If you're watching, I'd be extremely concerned. <laughs> yeah, if you're spying on us, then that's cool. Um, so yeah, we will see you then for our first episode of season one of Lights, Camera, Bonus Action, Wet Hot American Summer. See you later. See you later. Mm -hmm.